Today we're exploring the possibility of art for all the senses. Probably traditionally, if your parents took you to an art museum or if you were exposed to it growing up, you thought about art as something that you're going to look at. An amazing experience in looking at things. Sometimes I'll see a painting or a photograph that I could just gaze at it for minutes, if not hours, and get so much out of it. But I believe that art is so powerful, it can touch all the senses. We're gonna talk a little bit about art for the sight, smell, taste, feel, hearing. I'm even gonna include art for the intellect. Let's be so genius with our artwork that it can touch and transform everything. Two eyeballs that open up and see things. Welcome back to Coffee Break with Miss Debbie. This is segment 47, season number one. And we're going to be completing the season with 50 segments and take a little break for the summer. So that's where we're at right now. And today we're going to be talking about art and the five senses. See, hear, feel, smell, and taste. These are little elements that we learned back in kindergarten, probably. And we've talked about how our emotions can be affected by taking things in through our senses. There are some wonderful organizations out there and even ministries that help kids with processing, like sensory processing. Well, art is so powerful. Art has the ability to touch all of the five senses and more. So we're just going to take some time with a little podcast snack here and explore that. Art can touch all of these factors affecting cultures, and I think it should be respected accordingly. So let's talk about ways that we as artists can affect people and better our culture as a result. For me as a person who has had vision issues all of my life, I'm more attuned to what's happening with my eyes and what am I seeing. I always had a very high prescription growing up, and if I lost a contact lens or damaged my glasses, I literally, it'd just be better not to leave the house. That's how bad the vision was. But I was very blessed a couple of years ago, I was able to get lens replacement. And so here I am as an adult, having fairly decent vision with no needed extra correction. And to wake up in the morning and not have to look around for my contacts, just look out the window and see things immediately. It's such a blessing. I just thank God every day. We can see in the spiritual realm and we can see in the natural. And we as artists, have this ability to see invisible things or see in our imagination and then use painting, dancing, drama, different art forms to bring it into the natural to give people a greater understanding. Storytelling is so amazing to change lives. So if I can see it, I can believe it and I can convince other people of what I'm seeing. There's a few um, little quotes that I wrote down that I've just kind of picked up as I've been out either walking or experiencing something and I would see a sign and it struck me. And if it has to do with vision, it's always really meaningful to me because of having lived with these vision issues for so long. Power of vision. There is a scripture, a proverb that says, without a vision, the people perish. The year 2020 is behind us. One of the signs I saw recently, it said hindsight 2020 vision. And I think that's an interesting little pun on words, but once we made it through 2020, we could look back and things started to appear more clear. Oh, that's what was going on. And those five things that we tried and that didn't work, 
Uh, that was unfortunate, but eventually we came up with a solution that did work. And it's easy to look back and see what was good and what was bad and throw away the stuff that didn't work. Another sign that I had seen on the same street as the hindsight 2020 vision, it said limited sight distance. And that was actually put up by the county because there was going to be a drop in the road right after that. It was a fairly steep drop. And if a kid was skateboarding or riding his bike, it might be fun to go down that, but it's going to go right onto a busy street. So drivers needed to be aware to slow down and what you see ahead of you is limited. You might not know that there's a busy street right at the bottom of this. So be aware. Use your eyes to look around. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 says, come up, lift your gaze. And my paraphrase is, look and live from above. If I'm lifting my gaze and I'm thinking damaging words can bring a person down, empowering, encouraging words can lift a person up. So that little old phrase, sticks and stones might hurt your bones, but words will never hurt me. That's not true. The Bible says that the power of life or death are in the tongue. So we can definitely cut somebody down and destroy them with our words. Our words do hurt. So it's very important that we're submitting our words to the Lord. Just don't let it come out your mouth unless he's given you permission to do so. And when you get into these art forms of spoken word, poetry, singing, monologue, just anything we might stay, say from the stage or in the presence of other people who are listening, the words are so impactful. And what we hear is so impactful. It affects our thoughts. Our thoughts affect our physical body. And the direction we take for that day or that week can be influenced by simply a few sentences that we heard. So let the art that we create be something people should listen to, can listen to, and actually bring healing to them when they do listen. Another sense is feel. Have you ever gone to a concert and you just feel great coming out? You're so energized and you're so inspired and encouraged. You just want to start taking dance class yourself, or you want to go into professional theater, or you just want to go tell the world the story that you just saw. You can have the opposite impact also, I've, especially with modern dance, which tends to be kind of dark sometimes. I've been in a theater and I just feel icky. I go away thinking, I think I just need to take a shower and go on vacation after that. That did not bless me in any way. In fact, I feel like something grabbed a hold of me and it's like clinging on. So we definitely don't want to be releasing art that's going to give people that icky feeling. They start to feel dis-ease. There's the sense of smell. And culinary artists who work in the food industry, and uh, they always want the food to look good. There's something about making it look beautiful on the plate. But for me, with food, it's about the smell and the taste. If you go into the home of a good cook, you know they're up to something the minute you walk in the front door because the aroma has filled the house. Then you move into the kitchen, the aroma is really strong. And if you've been working all day and haven't had enough good food to eat throughout the day, that aroma is going to make you start to salivate. So you're grabbing a spoon and wanting to dig in before it's even ready. But when we're hungry, it's going to taste so good. It's so satisfying. So the art of culinary affects our smell and our taste and, and everything. Really good food brings good mood. And I believe that being a good cook is an art form. So God has given us all these different senses of see, hear, feel, smell, and taste. And we can use our art 
to touch people through those senses. And one where one person might be extremely intellectual, they just need to be told something and they're going to process it through their brain and it comes out just fine on the other side or bridging. You'll know that I kind of take personalities and just split them into two categories. There's many, many diversified categories, but basically left brain, right brain, or the analytic and the artist. And most of my friends or people that are going to listen to this podcast, they're going to fall more over on the artistic side. So just telling somebody an intellectual bit of information, it's not really going to resonate with them. We artists are feelers. We use our senses to experience life. So when we go out to see art, hear art, taste it, feel it, or smell it, or we want to produce art, we want to better people and better the culture. So give them something that smells good, tastes good, feels good, looks good, and sounds beautiful. So I want to wish you a really good week. I hope that you will see things that make your eyes happy. I hope that you will listen to things that make your ears happy. I hope that you will feel things that may bring you comfort, joy, and peace, and love. That you will smell things that make your brain happy. And you will taste things that don't just satisfy your taste buds. It satisfies your mood, your tummy, your physical body. The word of God says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So just know that God is there for all of your senses and everything about you. Past, present, future. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Be an artist with your senses this week. We'll talk to you soon. Now, what might you consider art for the intellect or art for the brain? I'd say all of it. In the book, Life in the Studio and Other Funny Things That Happened to Me, I talk about the pragmatic thinker and the artistic dreamer. And I divide them into two camps. And I just kind of picture these armies on each side. And they're sending soldiers back and forth. And one group of soldiers will go over to the pragmatic camp and pillage and take information they need and bring it home to the artists. And then another group of soldiers will come running over from the intellect camp. And they're going to go in with those creative, colorful, fun artists and play around. And they're going to pillage and grab the information they need and run it home to the intellect camp. And although I picture the more intellectual, analytical people almost seeing in black and white, everything's just very clear, straight lines, either very dark or very light, because they're human beings, they do need the element of art to give a richer understanding to the information they're processing. In short, art for the intellect is actually anything that an analytical person can grab from the artist camp and apply it to the very wise, intelligent information that they're already processing and wanting to communicate. Thank you once again for listening to Coffee Break with Miss Debbie, where in every episode, we attempt to observe and tackle difficult subjects with both humor and wisdom. It's tricky, but we can do it. We're artists. We're business owners, we're leaders, and we are successful. God bless you and have another great week. Mm -hmm.